Alright, so I'm going to go ahead and switch it up a little bit today and actually just really get to the essence of who I really am. So, um, you know, I'm all over the place right now. Uh, you know, I do a lot of writing. I'm a big gamer. If you can probably hear in the background, if you're familiar with the tone, you know, Final Fantasy. Um, grew up Final Fantasy, um, good majority of my childhood, so I haven't played every single one. So don't credit me as the biggest Final Fantasy um, fan or whatever. I have not played every single one. Um, I would like to. Or at least a good majority of them, so. Uh, but we'll get back into Final Fantasy here in a second. But yeah, um, like I said, I do writing, game. I'm a big gamer. Um, various type of games, all type of games. Definitely puzzles. Definitely um, games on smartphones. Um, I try to con consolidate the games that I play now. So, I'm a smartphone. Ironically, some of the games I play on my phone now is pretty much... Puzzle games, uh, WWE, Supercard, uh, Final Fantasy, A New Empire, ironically, Final Fantasy again. Um, I have played some other Final Fantasy um, other games on here as well. I'm trying to play them out and a lot of other games, but we're not going to get into that. But um, actually, let's, let's get into Final Fantasy because I feel like that's a, an essence of me. It is an essence of me. I don't feel like it. It is an essence of me. Um, I've been waiting for Final Fantasy XV to come out since 2006. 2006. And it wasn't called Final Fantasy. When it was announced, it wasn't called Final Fantasy. I'm not sure if a lot of people actually realize this. So, whoever is in this Final Fantasy world, or if you're new to the Final Fantasy world, if you heard about Final Fantasy XV, that has been recently released last year on Xbox, PS4. It was predominantly supposed to come out for the PS4, but they ported it out to the to the Xbox. And then I guess it was a smart move in the sense of letting others enjoy this. And I, I, when I look at it now, I was actually pissed off when they said that the Xbox was going to get Final Fantasy. Because it was originally supposed to be a PS4 exclusive. But now, as much content that keeps getting released out of this, you have to give this out to gamers. You can't just, just because they don't like the PS4, you know, don't have someone, you know, forced, you know, to, to buy it because, you know, you made this an exclusive PS4, but... Uh, all in all, Final Fantasy is just amazing. But yeah, I've been waiting for this since 2006. But it wasn't called Final Fantasy 15. It was called Final Fantasy Versus 13. And it was going to be a series of what was going to follow with that. Kind of like what's going on now with the expansions and everything else. And it's the mobile apps. And it's just mind-blowing. So, yes, it was Final Fantasy Versus 13. Um... We had Final Fantasy 13, of course, with Lightning. We had that, of course. Uh, we had the... I want to say also, I don't know if my old school heads remember this, but Final Fantasy Heresies? It was, it was called something like that. We never got any kind of footage or anything like that. It was just a name title 
we had no clue what it was going to be, but it was called Heresies or something like that. It was started with H. And um, if anybody happens to stumble upon this podcast, kind of, and you know what I'm talking about, please refresh me, you know, on that topic because I would like to get back to that. And um, of course, we had the um, we had the mobile one as it was supposed to be a mobile, but we ended up bringing it out. It was a Final Fantasy Type O. So that was like originally supposed to be like included into the Final Fantasy. Uh, 13 world you know along with Final Fantasy versus 13 so it was just the whole mythology that was tying into all of this but eventually it just broke away so as we continue on to the next segment Final Fantasy versus 13 took the long transition to Final Fantasy 15 so yeah so coming fresh off from Final Fantasy 10 which was, I gotta say, was a masterpiece. A complete masterpiece that got released on the PS2. And then we moved forward, and then um, we had the online with the Final Fantasy XI. That was pretty much low-key to the, to the mainstream, but to the hardcore fans, it was a very big deal. Then we have Final Fantasy XII, a very political, a very strong political character driven game which I highly recommend and um before we get into Final Fantasy 13 and 15 and how to you know the whole realm of that I want to say the importance of Final Fantasy 12 and and the battle and the battle system I'm sorry so yes Final Fantasy 10 really transcend a lot of things and it really opened the doors to a new gameplay but I really felt that Final Fantasy XII really honed in on what the battle system that we had now. Like, I remember just going to the open world, you know, playing Final Fantasy XII. You know, you're just looking for, you know, enemies, monsters, whatever. Trying to build experience. You're trying to find an item, whatever. You know, you're just killing time. You're just trying to build experience. Cool. You know, you know what type of boss you got. You know, you're getting ready to face up to. You're like, all right, cool. Let me go ahead. Let me grind out for the next two days. You know, let me get my experience up. Let me get this this up. Let me get that up. And then boom, boom, boom. All right, I'll be ready to go. And then continuing on. So just going out to the open world, it was a lot different from the typical, you know, all right, you just wander around wondrously. And then the screen stops, you know, it freezes. And then you go to the battle screen. This, it was like a fluid, very fluid transition. He's walking in, you can see the enemy going up right there in front of you. Like, oh, okay, boom. I'm going to go ahead and fight you. And then it'll link up to it. And you know the enemy will detect you. The AI will detect you. Then, bam, you go ahead and add it. There's no freeze There's no freeze frame. There's no loading or nothing. You know, you don't have to. It's not like a stop and then it will change to another screen. It was just like you heading straight to that. And then, boom, you're going straight into the battle. Boom, boom, boom. You do your magic. Boom, boom, boom. After that, that's it. And if you're out of the enemy's range, you back to your regular screen, just wandering around until you get to the next part. So that I felt like I actually loved it a lot. And um, hopefully one day, um, you know, one day, like if I'm ever ever to have like three to six months off, you know, like if my life was to be blessed like that, 
you know, I would like to go back and just replay Final Fantasy 12 and probably, you know, probably go down, get on Twitch or whatever, you know, live stream it and just really talk about during the time that I started playing it and just talking about it now. And it's this the importance of the history of Final Fantasy 12 because I feel like it contributed a lot to what also would, you know, transcend it to now Final Fantasy 13. Because a lot of the, you know, just the walking around the, the gameplay follows what Final Fantasy 12 was kind of, you know, starting anyway. And maybe, you know, what the seeds, you know, were planted with Final Fantasy 10. So, without further ado, man. So, we have Final Fantasy 13, you know, we had, and we know about Final Fantasy versus 13. So, we're thinking like, oh, snap. These two games are going to interclash. You know, like Final Fantasy 13 is going to just set up this big, you know, huge story, you know, that's probably going to clash with Final Fantasy versus 13, which is the title of that one. And it's just going to be like an epic war. I'm like, oh, like we just did not, we didn't know. All we just had was trailers that kind of just gives us, you know, like, holy snap, this is going to be like an epic game. All we knew this was going to be epic. And not like your typical epic, you know, like, if something like Halo comes out or if, you know, The Last of Us or, you know, you could probably say somewhere around the realms of a Destiny type of release type of feel. But nothing like when we heard about the news of the type of it was like a whole it was a mythology. It wasn't like a separate of games. They said this was going to be under a mythology. So that gave us the indication like this is going to be something truly magical and we just couldn't wait for it so when final fantasy 15 came out it actually got released in japan first so it was an international release first and i said damn that literally i said damn that because i waited so long for this series to come out right of course we didn't get final fantasy versus 13 first we got Final Fantasy 13 with lightning, you know, with the whole lightning mythology going on. So it was like, all right, cool. We got the first part. I can work with that. That's fine. So it was like, whoa, what was it, like around 2010? Like 2000, like the holiday season of 2009, 10. So I pre-ordered that for Japan. It was like, there was no, transla no translations or nothing. It's like, hey, you want this game? That's cool. So I ordered it on the, I went on the Japan freaking station, on my website. Um, it took some time to do some lot of transitioning between copying and pasting and figuring a lot of stuff out. But, you know, I bought it. And God dog, I really wish I would have bought Bitcoin around that time too. If I was that, if I was that fluent to freaking buy a Final Fantasy game, <laughs> and just, and just, that was all in Japanese. <laughs> I could at least figure it out how to pick one, but we'll talk about it another time. But um, so yeah, I pre-ordered it, and then it came to the house. Now we, sure enough, when the game got released, officially released internationally, because that's where it went first. I got mine's hot and ready to go, man. Whoo! And I still have it to this day too. I did not pawn it. I did not take it to GameStop. They did not stifle me on that one. That game will forever be in my hands forever. 
Like, that is like a limited edition. You cannot find that anywhere else. So, I'll find that another time. But, um, yeah. I just actually, now thinking about it, I want to look at it again because it's really, that's like, that's, that's my own personal collector, you know, collectors. Like, nobody has that. Not a very few people probably would. Probably, you know, like comic book stores or game stores or stuff like that. But let me run up with somebody, you know, that's just a regular old American, you know, like like me, you know, black, white, you know, Hispanic, Asian. Just whatever, just born here in the States, you know, like, hey, oh, you got the Japan version? What? Word? Oh, now you talking. Hey, that's what I'm saying, you know, like, that's what I want to, I want to run up with somebody like that that actually was dedicated, you know. To buy it like that and it's been very few actually zero to none because that's why i'm doing the podcast and then i'm the only one doing it but i'm pretty sure there's other people around don't get me wrong you just gotta find them so who knows but yeah so you know had a roommate at the time um i was actually staying within uh the dallas fort worth area um which um here in the Dallas-Fort Worth area, we call it DFW, the Metroplex, whatever you want to call it. But the Dallas, you know, DFW. And here in the DFW, stayed in the HEB area, if people who knows about the HEB area. And then, yeah, that holiday season, man. It was a wrap. That game came. It was nice and cold outside, too, man. Like, and I didn't work as much, too, so... But I made enough. So, that's all I did. Um, I got online. I tried to find the best translations um, to be able to follow the game to know what they're saying. And I rolled with it. I fucking rolled with it. I played it, man. Now, I didn't beat the game in the Japan version, but I played it halfway. Because by the time the... By the time the um, the English version came out, it was a wrap. And I bought that one, boom, full steam ahead. So I restarted the game, played it again. I already knew what I was doing the whole time. So I was like, I, I got booted up so quick, man. I was like, Phew! you know, so. But it was a matter Final Fantasy thirteen is a masterpiece. And I really, and it's, it was the feel of it that made you think like holy snap there were characters in that game it was just the whole feel like okay this is going to lead up to Final Fantasy versus 13 man this is going to be good oh my gosh like this is going to completely maximize like we knew Final Fantasy versus 13 was going to maximize the PS3 but we just never really got the chance to see it so yep 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 for the PS3 version, we never got to see Final Fantasy versus 13. Through my whole journey of the Final Fantasy 13, like I was like, oh my gosh. I'm like, I was busting my brains. I should, you know what? I should have literally moved to Japan for doing something like that. For me to be so dedicated to play the Japan version. That's how dedicated I was. I should have moved to Japan. I should have been like Kenny Omega. Which I got to shout out, man. Kenny, Kenny Omega is my dude. So, like, that's that dude is like, man, look. He is just on the upper enchilant of winning. Of becoming the best wrestler in the world. 
and I'm not going to break it down to you right now, but he's a big gamer. He's a big Final Fantasy guy. And he lives a life in which I thought would have been, you know, would have made people laugh or frowned upon. But the way he lived his life was the way I was already living my life before. I was like, damn. I was like, you know what, maybe it's not, it's not so bad, you know, to focus on your career and then not worry about the BS, you know, that could, you know, hinder, you know, your career. Sometimes, you know, good things can happen to your life for the best reasons, but it's not from, it's like the way he lives his life, you know, like, we'll talk about that another day. So, but, you know, We'll talk about Kenny Omega. Shoot, at some point, I'll probably just rebrand my name, Timmy Omega. So, probably make my own, you know, parody of a shirt, but it'd probably be more of respect than anything else. So, but anyways, Final Fantasy Versus 13. We got trailers. Any kind of freaking footage or trailers, we got, oh my gosh, I ate it up. I'm not sure other people ate it up. And I remember the website and also my, my old school heads here. Like I said, if you stumble across this podcast one day and you know what I'm talking about, the ones who are who followed the game when the game, you know, it got released or it got announced. I'm sorry. Back in 2006, around seven ish. And we started getting in trailers. I know you remember this one website. It was this the one central website. That talked all about the all the Final Fantasy. So like any trailers, any news, that's the one hub spot you could go to. It was all right there. If my people, my peeps, if you know what I'm talking about, you stumble across this podcast, please follow back on me. Don't make me the only one in the in the fish in the sea that knows about this because I know I know what I'm talking about. I know the website is gone now. I'm actually I maybe I have the book link in one of my old computers to maybe to where I can maybe get a somewhat of a look of it but I know if he can please get back at me whoever's out there one day to know what I'm talking about this one website told you all and it told you about heresies it was like heresies or whatever I may be pronouncing it wrong but it started with the age it was like ACR something like that so we, we knew about Final Fantasy 13. We knew about Versus. We knew about Final Fantasy Type O. And I think Type O was actually called something else at the time. And it was supposed to be like maybe a mobile game or something like that. It was kind of very sketchy on the details. And then we had Heresies or something like that. It was just like the whole, like, oh my freaking gosh. Yes. So if you can help me out, please. But, yeah. We kept on getting trailers for Final Fantasy Versus 13. And beautiful trailers, too. You can see the changes. You can see the build-up. You're like, holy snap. All right, come on. Just put it out, dang it. Just please put it out. We waited so long. We ended up getting Final Fantasy Versus... Wait, I'm sorry. We ended up getting Final Fantasy 13 X2. Oh, yes. So we end up getting a sequel to Final Fantasy 13. I was kind of on the ropes on that one at first. Because after what happened with Final Fantasy 10. But you know what? 
I gave it a shot. So, Final Fantasy, the sequel to Final Fantasy XIII, went to a whole new world of a paradox. And we take mythology definitely to a whole new level because Final Fantasy XIII, um, a lot of people, it was a mix, it was mixed emotions about it. Typically, with any kind of sequel that comes out, um, either the sequel is going to be a banger, or the sequel is going to be a mixed rea mixed reactions, or the sequel is going to be um, it's going to be pretty much a dud. So, I think I can say that it wasn't too much of a dud, but it was just really confusing for a lot of um, definitely a lot of newbies and um, people who just really just didn't wasn't invested into the whole mythology of Final Fantasy Thirteen because. Prior to um, Final Fantasy Thirteen coming out, there was a um, there was actually a story behind it. It was actually it got released online, and um, I went online and got bits and pieces of it and um, downloaded it, printed it out, and actually read it. And um, everything leading up to Final Fantasy Thirteen and some points even after, it's just it's really mind blowing. Um, it really um, if you read, I, here's the thing. If you haven't played Final Fantasy Thirteen yet, if you haven't played the sequel, and you haven't played Lightning Returns, I would highly advise you to get online. Um, I'll probably get on... Actually, you know what? I got the resources to do it, so on the next segment, I'll come with a link or whatever or something to where it will tell you to where you can actually download the story to Final Fantasy Thirteen, the, the prequel to it. And actually understand the mythology to it because once you read that part and then start playing the game and then you get to the sequel because when you get to the sequel that's when the mythology of the story actually starts take makes it actually starts making sense so when you're playing 13 you just you get you're immersing into the whole field you immerse into the world you immerse in what everything's saying the interaction what everybody's doing so it won't sink in until the sequel so when you're playing the sequel and you're figuring it out, and you gotta have a complex mind, you gotta be really if you're invested into it, then you will you will, you will at least somewhat appreciate what the direction is going. So you read the story, you played the first game, alright, cool. Now you're playing the sequel. You know, Final Fantasy 13 2. It deals with it deals with time, it deals with a lot of time travel, it deals with a lot of complex, you know. Like different type of worlds, and you know, it's just it's tough to explain. But I don't know. I guess I'm more into those type of stories, and those type of storylines, and how the story develops. That's just the way I like it. I don't know. In some ways, not all stories, but I just like how it was done. So I was a big fan. Let's just say I was a big fan of Final Fantasy Thirteen too. Um. Like Caius, like if you thought, I mean, you know, we can always go back to Final Fantasy VII, and we can always talk about Seth, you know, for the villain, you know, Seth, Seth, Seth. We always talk about Seth, but I really feel Caius is probably one of the best. I'll put Caius, in my personal opinion, top three best villains of all time in Final Fantasy. Just the whole Final Fantasy world. Because I already know I'm not going to go. I'm not going to say Caius is better than Seth as far as villains. I'm not going to start that freaking war. I'm not. Because 
there's still a lot of mystery behind Seth that we don't know about. So he's still going to hold that title in most regard and respect. But in my personal opinion, <laughs> yes, Caius is my favorite villain. It is really hard. I don't know if I'm going to put them at a tie or not. Maybe. But my personal, I feel Caius really achieved that number one villain for me as far as the Final Fantasy villain. Because at the end, you know, of Lightning Returns, it all made sense. And you understood why he did what he had to do, which made him just the ultimate villain. But I don't think, you know, if you really look at it, then if you really played it, like, well, does, it, does that really make him the villain? Like, oh, snap. In some way, shape, or form, yes. Or no. Maybe Steph, Seth holds that title, or maybe some others. But we'll come back. All right, so back here once again. So I, I went online and looked it up. So, like I said, if you're new to the Final Fantasy world, you're trying to, you, you're confused. You're actually probably confused about what I'm talking about right now. You probably came here for Black Panther news or whatever the heck I've been talking about for the past couple times, but. For the most segment of this part right now, I'm going to talk a lot about Final Fantasy. And it's how it transcends my life. And then we'll just kind of branch off from there. And we'll just see where this takes this. So, if it's not for you, then, you know, all right, best of luck. If not, if you want to kind of join the journey. Um, if you're a big wrestling guy, you know, if you know Elias, then um, I'm probably going to say these words right here. So, it's... Um, who here wants to walk with Timmy? So, I don't know. I don't have no guitar with me right now, but. So, I got online and I found a link. And I'm actually, I'm going to put the link um, on my episodes. It's going to probably be one of the descriptions. So, when you go to the, you go to the episodes, I'm going to have it in the descriptions. And the link will be in there for you to look up. And you can go ahead and get on here. So, I'll give you a little description of what you'll be looking at so it's going to call it's going to be called final fantasy wikia.com and um, what you're going to look for is final fantasy 13 pretty much in um, roman numeral numbers and it's going to say ep um, episode zero or whichever one so like i said i have the link on there and then pretty much what um episode zero is it's pretty much um it's a prequel uh, to found Final Fantasy 13, pretty much the events leading up to Final Fantasy 13. So pretty much it's a series of web novels, um, pretty much um, going through pretty much 13 days, pretty much the 13 days leading up to the events of Final Fantasy 13. And you're gonna get chapters involving Snow, Fang, and Vanille. And pretty much these were, as it was called, the light novel. And you're gonna have to it's going to be pretty much in series so it's going to be like part one two three four five six and it's going to have each one's going to have like a different title so like the first title is going to be like encounter and the second part's stranger third part's going to be treasure and family search friends presence gift and then the final one will be t uh tomorrow uh in the slash future so when I give you this link, also you know you just go in there and look at it, and I'm um, actually um it'll break down the story for you here on here as well. But if you go down and scroll down even more, 
and just look at the website there's gonna be it's gonna be a title in the bottom way down at the bottom when the scroll down is gonna call be called translation and then it's gonna say there are a few people on the web translating Final Fantasy 13 episode 0 an example of such being will be pretty much it will be highlighted here it will be in blue and when you click on that it's going to direct you to a dilly shilly or a dilly dally shilly shally so you know a lot of people you know they're talking you know dilly dilly and this and that you know like i was pretty much on this website back in the day and then it'll show you from the time from when it was uh, released july 28 2010 and um it gives you a better um translation of the whole thing so you you'll see it all in the chapters it'll be all broken down to you you know perfectly executed so you can go on there and you can download it you can print it out for your own leisure or you can put it on the pdf if you really flew in and doing it that way as well and um also like when you get down to like the last parts it will really break down the mythology of you know final fantasy like you go to part you go to part seven to tomorrow and it will give you like this it will give you like the story like about pulse and then you know false seed and the ICs and it's the whole thing and then the war transitions and then the then it lends out it's like like everything is just is is incredibly written like you can see why it took them so long to make this game because they crafted pretty much a whole world in this whole in this whole mythology between Final Fantasy 13 and Final Fantasy versus 13 but mind you this is only just Final Fantasy 13 we're talking about right here that I'm giving you this link that's breaking down this whole mythology part right here so I'm gonna take a little break right quick um, enjoy that you know help me out here let's talk about more <laughs> 